Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. of the fourth man podcast covering the big three this is episode 28 so we're about to hit that trifecta mark the 30 mark well what's going on what is up everybody um excited to be back i feel like every episode uh it, you expand you know uh <laughs> it was like world and now it's solar system so you know i can't wait to continue to expand which is is gonna be great i feel like i'm running out of expansion or at least from what i know expansion you know i don't know what's out there in the solar system but hopefully i can continue that trend and keep it going yeah if you want to follow the show or find the show i should say on social media whether that be twitter instagram tiktok what was on tiktok oh i love tiktok please follow <laughs> me on tiktok if you it's want to fantastic. just follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Fourth Man Pod, where the show is. If you want to follow our personal handles, it's at A underscore Siggy, at Big Three News. And again, Big Three News is on TikTok. He's blowing up, man. I, I I have tried to get on board with TikTok, but the ability to be able to combine TikTok and Big Three content is, is pretty remarkable, I will say. And, and the, I think you've gotten a lot of love for it, a lot of credit, so... I have Kudos more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram. <laughs> like, how the, how so the heck quick. is that possible? How long have you had that? It's, it hasn't been that uh, long, has it? It has not been that long. If it's been, um, if it's been two months, let's see. That's wild. Yeah. I posted my first one on, on the 29th of December. That's wild. Yeah. Are 29th of December. It's not even been two months. No. It's been one. It's been, it's been, it's been one, month, one. one month as of yesterday. And how many followers are you at? Uh, 2083. Wow. What's the, <laughs> most, what's, what, what's the most viral video so far? Explain the, the context video. The most viral video is a video of uh, Brian, is the video of Brian Scalabrini threatening to bury Michael Rappaport <laughs> in the desert. Um, and that one has uh, 368,500 views. Oh and it has what it has 23 and a half thousand likes oh my gosh i have to imagine that a lot of people thought that was sincere more i mean maybe it was a little sincere on scale's part but i remember that happening and i remember a friend of mine who doesn't really watch the league too much was watching it that day it was like he said, what the he texted fuck? me and he said did you just see that interview between the player? He was he's threatening to kill him and bury him. And I was like, oh, that's pretty normal in the league, actually. <laughs> There's just this ongoing rival rivalry between those two. And one day, Rappaport is just going to go too far and really push his buttons. <laughs> the funniest part about that whole thing is that right after that, he's talking to him, talking about burying him in the desert in Texas. And Rappaport's like, okay, well, sorry. Can, can we just go over here and look at some of these highlights? And it's him he's like, I don't continuing know to, 
It's it's him just continuing to ag it on. It's him getting pummeled by well, Greg Oden in the post. Yes. Like, 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 right before, like, like, credit to right before, like, like, I know he's an actor, but, like, he plays that off, like, so perfectly. Like, 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 like all right, like, we, like, we got to look at these highlights of you getting elbowed in the face. I'm just imagining the people behind him be like, Michael. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> kind of like just their hand, uh, kind of making that like cancellation motion <laughs> with their across their neck. Like, put it yeah. seriously. It's, it's really so not playing today. <laughs> it's so funny. So if you want some interesting, entertaining TikToks, or you miss some highlights from the league, and you want a little uh, spunk to it, make sure you're following Big Three News on TikTok for sure. Appreciate everyone joining the show again. Did want to kick this off, as we know, it's been. A pretty difficult week for, I would say, everyone, I would say just in the sports community, but I know in the NBA, uh, as much as a brotherhood as it is, obviously everyone knows that the tragedy that, that happened on Sunday involving Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, and seven other people. Um, obviously, I think a lot of people were overcome with emotion. A lot of people were in awe and shock. From my perspective, it was pretty, it was pretty hard to fathom to believe that it was real knowing someone that's been kind of at the forefront of your entire entire life and and my entire life just enjoying the game of basketball someone who you've seen on sports center with creating or being on the top 10 for tons of highlight reels someone that you've seen in articles because of his dedication to the game and his work ethic to be so great and just someone you see on social media because of all the rings he has, someone he's in, in the greatest of all time conversation. And it was very difficult to fathom. And then just to hear the rest of the news, it was really tough. Um, ultimately, you know, as we continue to try to, to you know, I, I want to say this lightly, move on. I think ultimately we, we here at the Fourth Man Podcast just want to send our condolences. Um, you know, whether someone may listen to this and pass on the message, maybe they never hear it. But I think it's just it's only right for us as, as a basketball podcast to send our condolences to the Bryant family. The, the I hope I pronounced this right. The Altabelli family and the rest of the victims. Altabelli. Altabelli. Um, I think it was the Chester family. And then also the two individuals who were on the plane as, or on the helicopter as well. I think. You just want to send out our sincerest condolences. I can't imagine what they're having to go through. Um, but I do think that through this, there has been a lot of support, and hopefully we continue to be able to support them and understand that they're going through a hard, hard time, but also give them the space they need to, to go through this time and, and let them grieve and grieve in their own power. Um, I mean, Will, you think of Kobe Bryant, what, what pops in your head first thought? Yeah, I mean – God, you know, I mean, we're we're right around the same age, and I mean, growing up, we really we kind of grew up in the Kobe Bryant era, you know, yeah. and and his legacy was it was already cemented, but now it's it's going to become like a mythology, you know, it's going to become like a Herculean, like some type of like story that we're going to like tell generations about, and it's just going to be regarded now in, in a completely different uh, light, and deservingly so. Um, I mean, the first thing that I think of when I think of Kobe Bryant, I think of is just like, you know, unrelenting dedication to his craft, you know, and 
I think the I think the interesting thing is, you know, people talk about like, oh, well, does this player have the Mamba mentality? Or, you know, people say, I want to have the Mamba mentality. And the crazy thing is, is, you know, uh, if Kobe did leave behind anything, he left behind a lot. But if there's one positive that he did leave behind, it was sort it was the blueprint. You know, uh, Kobe wasn't um, Kobe wasn't shy in letting everybody know that, you know, everything that he achieved, anybody else could do it. And this is how you do it. And if you want to have the the mama mentality, you know, you just got to go out. You just got to attack it every day and quit, quit feeding yourself that BS that you can't do it or there's excuses as to why you shouldn't just get up, you know, nose to the pavement every day take care of what you got to take care of. And that's in sports, school, uh, job, anything in your life. You know, it, it basically the mama mentality is that, you know, I'm going to quit telling myself that I can't do it and whatever it takes, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep on trying until I accomplish it. And that's really, yeah. that's the, that's the blueprint that he left behind. And that's, you know, his legacy is now with us. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. And just, just to add on to that, you know, I think too, I think, a thing that I heard around the league a lot or in, in recency well, from just some of the guys who were or were friends with him, who idolized him, is that Kobe really held you accountable to be able to try to achieve that same mentality that he was thinking, that mama mentality, and in order to try to instill it into all of his teammates, you know. And I think, if anything, you know, while although Kobe's not – in this world and you know we're not going to be able to hear from him every day i think if anything he's him knowing that he's you know watching over us and i think if anything that can kind of hold you accountable knowing that you know he's always watching at this point always looking over you so while you might not feel like you have that actual person who might be holding you accountable whether that be a family or friend you know that you know if you're if you're trying to achieve that type of mentality that mama mentality to be able to set yourself apart from everybody and ultimately be incredibly successful, you know that you at least have the mama himself watching over you. I think and absolutely, you know I think too that what I was really more impressed about through his through his uh, short-lived life is that I was really impressed with what he was doing off the court. Um, obviously we've heard of how great of a father he was, you know, from the outside looking in, you can, you can certainly see that, you know, um, and it does, you know, just from what we've heard from other people, it's not just for one of his daughters, for all of his daughters, you know, how great of a daddy was. You've seen that in recent videos that have been posted. I don't know where people are getting these, but just off the court, being a great dad, also being able to be an ambassador for the NBA, helping some of these young guys out, helping some of these these vets out if they need it, being able to share some advice and some, some words of wisdom, uh, opening up the, the Mamba, Mamba Academy, really being involved in that, helping the, the next generation, being an advocate for women's basketball. I think just, you know, with all his endeavors off the court, I think that's where I was really most impressed. I think he was really about to create, you know, I guess – on top of his legacy already, just do something that most people in his position haven't done yet. And I think that's the part where I was really impressed. And I think that's the part that might sadden me the most um, to know that he can't be that father, to know that he can't be that ambassador anymore. Um, it's ultimately upsetting, but 
at the end of the day, I think he certainly left his presence and left his mark on this earth. And, you know, like we said, we just wish his family, um, you know, all the condolences in the world from us for whatever that means. I just feel like as as fans of the games, as fans of him, you know, we just think it's in our in the right interest to, you know, leave our condolences and hope that, you know, people are continuing to support them and pick them up and we just wish the best for them and 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 all those families that had to suffer from a tragedy. So that's just our two cents on it. Definitely wanted to say something about that. And, you know, ultimately, I think I think Kobe Bryant's a big reason why we get to talk about the big three. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's I confirmed, think, right? Yeah, I think Jeff Kwanowitz came out and said this. But I think even I think even early on, we know how big of a fan Ice Cube was of Kobe Bryant. You know, he consistently wanted him to play in the league. I mean, this league was pretty much came into existence and thought of because Kobe was retiring and guys like Ice Cube and Jeff Kwanowitz wanted to continue to see him play. And so they thought, why not give them a platform or another league where it's not so much to endure on your body through an 82-game season? Obviously, we know where the big three is as it is today, but I think a lot of that has to do with Kobe Bryant. I think we're very fortunate, um, not only that he went out with a 60-point performance in his last game. I mean, who does that? 60 points. But that... He was able to leave such an impact and a mark, and and guys like Jeff and and Cube really admired him to ultimately want to create something uh, based off, I would say ultimately him, but you know other players as well. So, uh, you know, I I think that's really cool, Will, and I it's gonna be weird to you know be without Kobe, but ultimately I I definitely think he's made his impact on on the world today, and I think it, that'll continue to last for entire entirety generations very well said partner so yeah um speaking of of the league and itself and the and the big three we're coming in the season before as we've been talking about all off season since our last show we've had a few more guys declare including a man who we have seen in the past in the big three as recently as last year. Yeah, very familiar face. Lamar Odom was probably the one that really stood out the most, but we did have some that are going a little under the radar. And as we know in the big three, guys that go under the radar are guys you typically need to watch out for because they can really wreak havoc on this league. The other three guys are Doug Thomas, Larry Johnson, and Ronaldo Balkman. Let's start. Let's start with uh, Doug Thomas because Will. I feel like he might be the guy that we might know the least about. But based on what I've seen through some highlights, some content you've created on on your account, or some content you've shared on your account, this guy seems like a high flyer and a guy that he kind of reminds me like of, of like the Derrick Jones Jr. of the league. But I don't know his game too much. What do you know Ooh. about him? And I mean that is that is an interesting comparison. Um, I mean, all I know is that this man, I mean, listen, um, he contacted me. He let me know that he was joining the league, which, um, I was very, uh, gracious for him doing that. Um, I mean, I'm just watching his video right now. I mean, this man, he has hops. Like I, I believe in the video that I put on my Instagram, you can check it out. I think they said that he touches 12, nine, which is crazy. Yeah. 
Like, that's insane. Um, uh, let's put that in perspective. That's like 12 9. That's almost that's, like, I'm trying to think. It's like, uh, well, it's if, like a basketball hoop and then add almost three more feet. <laughs> I was thinking it's so different. I was thinking it's like AI was standing on top of Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> or was on his I was, shoulders. I was not ready to do that math. I was just like ten feet plus two point nine. I was trying to think of someone like seven foot and like six foot, but yeah, essentially that's where I was getting at. Um, yeah, so he was very um just from what he's told me, he's very excited. Um he's very thankful and he's very gracious for the opportunity um to play in the league. And I know that he's working very hard to uh, put himself in the best position possible to get in the league. Seems like a very awesome, nice guy. So he absolutely has a fan in me, and I'm rooting for his success. And he's he's doing some training, right? Like he's a trainer off the court. Yes, that's court. like that's what I believe uh, his profession is right now. Okay, he's, he's training. Very cool. Yeah, Thunder very cool. training. Yeah, super excited to see what he's going to bring to the table, and he's already in the in the. And the combine, correct? He's not having to try out or anything. Correct. Yes. So uh, anybody with professional experience at all. Uh, so if you would have qualified for the big three um, in previous years, you don't have to go try out. You're just going straight to the combine. That's dope. The next guy is Larry Turner. This is another guy who also reached out to you, correct? Correct. Yeah. So he's been um, he's been super involved with big three China. Um, I'm not exactly too sure what his role is with that per se, um, but I saw him kind of like hanging out with all the big three China guys. So I'm like, hey, are you planning on playing in the league? And he was like, I absolutely am. So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, so another super cool guy, uh, absolutely rooting for his success. I mean, listen, everybody that reaches out to me and is gracious enough to tell me and sort of just get in communication with me and tell me when they're joining the league, you automatically have a fan in me. Um, that's going to go for everybody else that we talk about today. Um, but yeah, so Larry Turner is a big guy, uh, is a big man, I should say. Um, he played on the Lakers. So as we know, as we saw in that last draft, it was kind of like an arms race looking for, uh, big men, uh, and paint protectors. So I think that if, if it follows similar trends, I think he might, uh, we might be seeing him this season. Yeah, definitely an advantage. I would say I was. You know, just thinking of last year's draft, how coveted the guys who were over or taller than 6'9 were really taken early on, other than Royce White, who was the number one pick. So I think, if anything, he has the advantage just being one of the few big men in the league. Because ultimately, I feel like the league is consistent of a lot of wings and guards. Yes. Right? So being a big man in this league is definitely an advantage coming in. Looking forward to seeing him. He's a former Laker, correct? Correct. Okay. So super excited to see him. I'm going to look at his Laker career. So boss, I don't, okay. Anyways, we'll just move on from that. I, Next think, guys, I think though he was, mo- which might be connecting dots. He was most recently in uh, somewhere in Asia, I'm assuming China. Okay. So he was, so I don't believe he's been re- quote unquote retired or he's been out of playing for very long. Because all the highlights right. that I saw were like 2017, and he was just – he was bodying people. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He, I mean, that man looks like a he, – he looks like a problem. 
It looks like in 2007 is when the Lakers signed him. Okay. He went undrafted in the NBA draft. And they must have signed him outside of that from Tennessee State. Okay, definitely know where that is. That is close to my stomping grounds. So very cool. Okay, excited to see what Larry's going to bring to the table. The next guy is Ronaldo Balkman, who is a little bit more, I want to say, well known in Hoops fans' minds. You know, former former Nick is kind of where I remember him from. I want to say that he might have spent time with the Nuggets as well. 6'8", you know, 210 at the moment, 35 years old. Was a first-round pick back in 2006. Should be an interest, another interesting player in the combine, and definitely someone I think that some of the GMs and coaches should be looking out for, or GM slash coaches, I should say. No, absolutely. GM slash captains, I should say. GM slash captains. <laughs> That's so confusing. Slash coaches. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, slash um, minority owners. <laughs> yeah, slash slash decision maker just, slash play just say, caller. <laughs> just say these guys. Yeah, these guys. Exactly. Seriously, <laughs> if we're talking Gary Payton slash best trash talker in the league. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, Ronaldo, that was another one. His management got in touch with me. They let me know that he was super excited about joining the league. Um, they sent me some of his highlights. I mean, this dude looks in shape. This dude looks like he's ready to play. Um, it looks like with mighty sports Philippines, which coincidentally is what Lamar Odom played for last year, which is the next person we're going to talk about. Um, they participated in the William Jones cup, um, which in that this was in 2019 and he won MVP of that of that tournament. So just from the videos and the highlights that I've been seeing of just his performance in 2019, which I know Mighty Sports is no joke, that's like a globally recognized or excuse me, that is a very highly touted club in global soccer, especially in Asia. Um, they are super. They're super well-known, and they're super respected, and Ronaldo won the MVP of the William Jones Cup in 2019. So this, wow. this is someone that you're talking about in shape. Um, this is someone that I'm fully expecting to be drafted at the Combine. Wow, that's impressive. And it looks like he definitely has some national team experience with the Puerto Rican team. It looks like he played in as recently as the 2013 FIBA America Championship, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, Reading and a little Puerto Rico's bit, no also- joke, man. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, there's some definitely talented Puerto Ricans, even in our league. I mean, Carlos Arroyo is a guy who is very talented uh, and had some good games last year for Trilogy. So, yeah, definitely an impressive resume. I was looking a little bit, actually, on his Wikipedia page and came to his last stint in 2018 where he returned to the Philippines. And looks like he replaced another former Big 3 guy in Ivan Johnson. So that's no way. weird to uh, connect the dots in that, so, in that so, sense. But So Mighty Sports is the pipeline. It sounds like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of that, of that, uh, that group. So interesting how that, how that all works out. The final guy is a name we're, we're all very familiar with. And from his Instagram post, looks like he's working extremely hard as Kobe would want him to. Good friend of his, Lamar Odom, who was deactivated last year after it looked like he wasn't all the way ready to be back in professional basketball. But he definitely looks like he's taking a different approach this year, really getting into shape. Not saying that he wasn't last year, but maybe he just knows what to expect a little bit more. I'm interested in this one because he he was a co-captain for enemies, and now he was saying he was back in the draft pool. I mean, so that means – 
two things is that one Lamar Odom's going to be available, but two enemies is going to have a new co-captain. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I mean, who knows? I mean, last year Lamar Odom was originally the co-captain. Enemies kind of plucked him, uh, just like Killer Threes did with Frank Nitty. They kind of took him out of that draft pool and and uh, promoted him to co-captain. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what transpires. But I mean, listen, with not that I wasn't beforehand. Uh, I spoke with Lamar Odom very briefly, um, and he just seems like a, just a super nice guy. Um, but that was before everything that transpired earlier in the week. Um, but honestly, like, who in the world is rooting for this guy right now? I mean, I, I'd love nothing more than for him just to make uh, his return to basketball in the big three if we're lucky enough. Uh, or in, with the big three lucky enough to host him, I would just love to see him just to return and, and you know, just kick ass out there. Like he's yeah. done his entire life. And, yeah, uh, I, would, I agree, too. He's really had to fight a lot of adversity and, you know, kind of just added gasoline to the fire with with the tragedy that happened. I think it's just really going to fuel him and, and move him and know that he, he's really on a mission this year. And whether it just be for the year or, or for multiple years, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come. I'm, I'm certainly rooting for Lamar Odom. And honestly, I'd like to see – I'm honestly just looking at a lot of guys now. And I'm like, anyone in ball hogs that could be – <laughs> that could help them get to contention would just be the oh, ideal yeah. situation Absolutely. at this point. We just we just need ball hawks in contention. We, it doesn't even have to be a playoff. Like that that can be the <laughs> next step next year. Right. We just want them in contention this year. Yeah. <laughs> so so the interesting part about these guys joining when they did, I mean they joined after the new rules were already announced. So they clearly know that there's going to be younger guys that are going to be in this combine. Do you feel like despite the age difference, most of these guys probably being like 35 plus, maybe not Doug Thomas, but I'm not sure. But do you feel like that there's kind of a disadvantage in that sense? Uh, not only because they're adding more people to the pool, but just adding fresher legs, maybe some guys that are fresh out of college, might be have been playing overseas recently. Do you feel like there's a disadvantage for those guys that are going to be joining the league for the first time and also a little bit older? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I really don't, you know. I mean, I know the league, they, listen, dropping the age gap to 22 is huge. Um, but, you know, until we start to see all of these young guys declare, we just haven't seen it yet, you know. So I is the is the 22-year-old kind of more for the tryout thing? I'm not really too sure. But at this stage, you know, it looks like it's going to be a very similar – draft pool to what it's been in the past i mean it probably will be you know statistically younger just because you'll have more 25 26 you know maybe a lot more kind of guys like that who are in the g league that are going to want to play sort of like um like cj leslie that we had last year yeah um but i don't know i mean and the other thing too is you know listen like like what we said before the the gms are the players yeah so, i think that's a big you know, role yeah, I mean, so if, if they start going young, you know, it, it's going to be – everyone's afraid, oh, all the young guys are just going to replace all the all the quote-unquote old guys. Yeah, but the old guys are the ones drafting. They're not yeah, gonna draft. True. They're not going to draft their replacements. You and know? I think, yeah, and I think, too, like big three experience is definitely going to play a factor. Absolutely. You know, despite, Absolutely. despite Lamar Odom only playing a couple of games, it's still just like – being able to adjust the rules or even knowing the rules. like you if, know, Biv, if, if Big 3 experience didn't play a factor, Bivouac would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, that's facts. They had one guy who was experienced, and clearly 
you know, who's to say that if they didn't draft multiple guys with experience, they would have made the playoffs. You're right in that. In that, in that. But even aspect, even if so. that roster, if that roster had big three experience and they were more familiar with late game scenarios with a big three rule set, you're talking about a team that was probably uh, two or three games above 500, and that would have been either the three seed or the four seed. Yeah, no doubt. Interesting tidbit here is that I tweeted out a tweet today. By the way, today is Thursday, January 30th that we're recording this. So hopefully not posted too much longer after. But interesting tidbit I tweeted out today. Need splash alerts. Simple as Yes. Big three liked it. So I don't know if that's an indicator or I'm just speculating too hard. But they're – I think maybe maybe Brett – or Oliver, I don't know who's running it these days, but someone <laughs> well, just kind of like, yeah, you know, a little, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Maybe, you know, maybe maybe we'll put out some, maybe we won't. Maybe we we're just trying to, to tease you a little bit. But they did, maybe. you know, start discussing some of the cities that could be an option. Or so you think you think you prompted that? So do you think they saw re- that tweet and was like, we got to give these guys something? They are frothing yeah. at the mouth. Not really. I think it was more of the fact that they were probably going to post something about the cities, and I was kind of thinking that last year they kind of did the same the same route in the sense of they talked about the cities a little bit, and then some splash alerts came, and then they kind of right, mixed in possible. what cities they would be going to. That's so maybe we're just on the right trajectory, possible. and they go the same route. I think we but are. I'm going to say it again. I need splash alerts. I hear you. I and- just need them. And and I'll repeat my response. You, <laughs> it is an open tryout league. You can make your own splash alerts. Just declare. Say it right now. Say you're declaring. I already told you. And I guess say I'll have to drop, elaborate. Say you're dropping the five grand and you're uh, trying out. The only <laughs> five grand. That was 500. It five hundred. <laughs> what? Oh, was it, is it oh, five hundred? <laughs> I thought it was five grand. <laughs> Five grand. What? That's what, what a that's that's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's they what they really told didn't me. They, they that's what they told me too. They really didn't want us in it. <laughs> the only person who's given the only the only way I'm going is someone gives me five grand to make them look up. good. I can make look, everybody look good. That's true. Make myself look completely horrible. What if Actually, you did that? What honestly, if you it'd be, it would be cool just to go and just see if I can score. Or make one yeah. play that makes people go, ooh. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd score. No, I, I don't think so either. That's in why my, I said it would be cool. In my league game, I scored once, and that was just against normal human beings. <laughs> so I was right when I when I. You were wrong. You were wrong with the stat lines. And by the way, <laughs> for everyone who's confused right now, um, this all went down on my burner account. Uh, at Ned's depiction, which you should all follow because it's the best burner account in the world that has nothing to do with the big three. Um, but I told I told everyone that followed it, um, which is funny because it's like a completely different group of people. It's like you know what I mean. Which is, yeah. it would. Um, but anyway, completely different crowd. Very different crowd. Um, it's like performing at like two night night like two stand up places like in the same night you know it's funny it's just two very different crowds and just the same thing but anyway as i'm rambling i said if you can guess my stat line for my rec league game uh you can whatever i'll let you do a post on this or whatever once you if you follow the account you'll know what i'm talking about um 
and Anthony, very confident. What was it? What was the stat line? Two one and one. Yes, two one and one. I'll and guess I think it was two four. And oh, two. wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, the assists are probably debatable and probably just Absolutely subjective not. to you. Absolutely I'm, not. I mean. I'm just saying. Hang on. Were they were they clear cut assists or? Oh, hang on, hang on. Do you have oh, highlights? I'll ask. Are you I have, I have, highlight I, or something? I I live with one of my teammates. <laughs> so you're gonna go and ask him right now? I'm gonna tell him to come in. Okay. <laughs> okay. As we're waiting on that, I will say that I think. The best way of going about this, of me declaring, would be we're we're getting completely off topic. But the best way of me declaring would be if someone, or if I put it, wait, no, if I bet with somebody that I could score for a thousand dollars, try it out for five hundred dollars. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, this is Tommy Drain on the podcast. What's going on? I we were debating my stat line for last Thursday night's game. Okay. The one that you physically played in? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what I said my stat line was two, four, and two. No. Oh, yeah, you Points did. Count assists? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Right? Because now Anthony doesn't believe that I had two assists. He said that the the, the assists are subjective. Now, honestly, you probably would have had like eight assists if I made any of my shots. That's true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> definitely had yeah. Okay. Are you, are you hearing this? Yes, we got confirmed sources that he did have two assists. Okay, fair enough. So I don't get to post anything on Ned's depiction is ultimately what I'm getting at. Did you get any of that? Yes. Okay, I'm, good. I'm saying I don't know why you I, I don't getting... get I don't get to post anything on Ned's depiction is what I'm is what it sounds like you're getting at. Correct. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate it. Tommy Drain, everybody. Tommy Drain, everybody. Confirm sources that two, four, and two was the stat line. Big for four news, night. as he called himself. <laughs> Anyways, um, as we anywho, continue to, to ramble on to a, a I different said this direction. In the pregame show. I know you did. And we were like, and, we're like, we're like, we're like it's going to be a quick show tonight. And we're like, yeah, that's what we always say. <laughs> yeah, that, that's tends to what happened. I think that's that's what makes this fun. You know, I think that's, that's what makes makes the show exciting is your two four two assists that line and me thinking that I can actually get I can actually bet a thousand dollars to somebody and put five hundred dollars to go try out and ultimately try to score a point. Only one reality that I would not score a point and actually be out just five hundred dollars. Well like um, here's the thing like I'll no be I'd be out fifteen hundred dollars, I should say. I'll be like I'll be honest, like if I'm assuming that he's gonna be a captain, but like somebody like we're like, you know, we're like acquaintances if like like buddies with like if mike taylor was in the combine and mike taylor wanted to pay for me to come just to like dunk on me and like just make me look like a fool everyone's was like damn this guy is just exposing this guy just so mike taylor would then get picked number one which already might happen you know i'd be down and that goes that, for everybody if Doug i Williams mean i'd be down too but i have to i have to inform you that this is just for the tryout oh i see <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but here's the thing though. But now you're assuming that I'm not going to get past the tryouts and make it to the combine. I'm not assuming. I know you won't. I don't know about that. Well, your actually, two four and two stat line in your rec league, I think, is clearly showing you're not yeah, going to make but it. Ask me, what, ask me what my plus minus was. 
That stat is irrelevant. Ask me what my plus minus was. Do you? How do you know your plus minus? First of all, who was keeping these stats? I, I know how many times I got scored on. <laughs> okay, what was your plus minus? It was like it was like a solid like minus five. Yeah, I still but think that's it's irrelevant. Pretty good. But that's, that's still pretty that's, good if you've only scored two points. I feel like any any plus minus, if you're at least going to try to make that stat relevant, it's got to be plus something. But if you've only scored two points, that's pretty good. No. It, <laughs> moving on. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, do want to mention that on Sportscaster tonight, there is a Sportscaster, Sportscaster, I'm sorry, which is a partner of Unwrapped Sports, which is the, uh, which we are the official podcast of, big three podcast stuff, I should say. On Sportscaster tonight, they are premiering the Basketball League and streaming it on Sportscaster. And the only reason that's relevant to this is because tonight the Owensboro Thoroughbreds, what a name, and Indy Express are playing, and the Indy Express are coached by Aliens Captain Andre Owens. So if you want to follow Andre Owens, the coach, make sure you check him out on Sportscaster. Their games are on Thursday through Sunday. I don't know what the Indy Express's actual schedule is, but the games are on Thursday through Sunday, and they're on Sportscaster, so they're free to stream. And you can see Andre Owens, the coach. Robert Baden might be on that team. Who's Robert Baden is Alien on the team. Player. It was confirmed to me last night. Um, Did you by, ask? Him? So it was confirmed to me. Hold on, let me just get the gentleman's name. Uh, I don't know his name. Wick at Real Wick. Um, very nice guy. He told me. Because we tweeted out, right? I was like, oh, Andre Owens, you should watch the game. And then he DM'd me. He's like, hey, I'm actually going to be the guy commentating that game. Um, nice. Andre Owens, it's his team, as you already know. And his teammate, Robert Vaden, is playing for the Indy Express. Nice. So this is actually a, a, a message, a public announcement to all Aliens fans. If you want to see your guys ball, you want to see your guys coach, make sure you're checking out Sportscaster and the Indy Express. I think the season is February to April. So. Yeah, so like Definitely what we're telling you is that teams. if you're an Aliens fan, you're already an Indy Express fan, so you might as well just yeah. watch. That's facts. Yep, exactly. Last thing I just want to touch on as on this supposed short show that is now going to be longer than expected, I want to just touch on some of the cities. Today, the, the oh, Big yeah. Three, or I should say Big Three Woj and Oliver Maroney tweeted out, and it, it could have been the Big Three as well, but tweeted out to the public about some cities that may be fun to play in this summer. Now, obviously, we know that all six games are going to be played on one day now. So that how many cities did we go to last year? Eighteen. Now I, I guess that will go back to what? I no, went to not, one. <laughs> I guess we as the they big didn't give me press. Re- they didn't give me press credentials for the other one. <laughs> okay, how many? How many I, cities I, did the big three go to? Eighteen. Yeah, I think I remember last season. Okay. So, obviously, that's going to be probably cut in half because we're playing this on one day. Right, so it's going to be... Which means that... Uh, it's going to be, well, 10 weeks, right? So, that's 10 cities plus playoffs plus right. plus another playoffs and championships, so 13, right? Right, yeah, so... Or no, are, are playoffs... Playoffs are one day, right? It's not two weeks. It's one week. It's one day. So it's uh, 12. Yeah, one day for the initial round and then one day for the championships. Yeah, so 
But there's not wait. Yeah, 12. 12 or 13. Anyways, the point 12. is that picking the cities is going to be very selective this year. Super More selective. More selective than it was last year. So they tweeted out today, anybody where would you like to see the playoffs? Anybody is going to be a city. If your city isn't selected this year, move. So the cities in place right the now, cut. the cities that they advertised were Denver, L.A., Phoenix, Seattle, Washington, D.C., Cleveland, Portland, Oklahoma City, Indianapolis, Chicago, Kansas City, New Orleans, Memphis, Detroit, Minneapolis, New York. And can I Just from the outside looking in, I feel like New York and Los Angeles are locks, right? I mean, two major markets, two big cities. I, I might even believe, say Chicago is a lock. I personally believe that New York uh, and L.A. are locks. New York, we'll have to see if it's MSG or Barclays Center. I know I that think Chicago is a lock. Chicago, I believe, is a lock. Um, Houston, I believe... I think it might be a lock. Put it as like a soft lock. Houston's not even on here. <laughs> I know, but that's why you're locking you, it. I'm, you're getting some insider information. Oh, Houston might, uh-huh. you know, a little soft lock. You know, a soft lock. I like soft it. Lock. Houston would be an awesome city. I think also um, too. Uh, Dallas. Dallas isn't on here, Dallas, but that's a lock. Dallas is like. a big three town, man. Dallas is yeah, gonna be there every year. Um, they, they did not interview Mark Cuban in the offseason to then not <laughs> They did not go to Mark Cuban's place and not ask him if they could play there again. Exactly. <laughs> so if there's any city that I'm locking, if I had to bet my life on any city, it'd be Dallas. Yeah, um, I'm also... Over, I'm uh, assuming that they're going to Dallas. If I was a betting man, which over the past few months I have been a betting man, I would, I would bet LA, New York, and Dallas for sure. And, and can and, I tell and, you what? Another you city? can tell me what, okay? My 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 friend in the Stephen A. Smith voice about Tim Tebow, <laughs> my friend reporter Liam at Blutman twenty seven is saying that or has informed me that there's a pretty heavy push from the players uh, for Las Vegas. Ooh! Everybody wants to go to Vegas. Well, hmm, that's the thing. Everyone does go to Vegas for the combine and draft. But they also had the championship in Vegas in 2017. That's also true. That would be and fun. I think that should definitely be a playoff to championship game. If they do it towards the end of the season, it could also be kind of coupled, especially if they make the championship game in September, could be coupled with the Raiders opening up their new stadium. Ooh. Las Vegas is going to be crazy. That would be September. pretty dope. I think that should be a reward. I should uh, should be I a reward agree. to if you make the playoffs, you should be allowed to play there. I think I, it's only I, fair. Ooh, I like that too. I, I also think too. Uh, New Orleans when they went to New Orleans for the playoffs, yeah, New Orleans yeah, had a huge fun. broad out, yeah, uh, yeah. huge whatever you want to say, brawl out, a huge show out, <laughs> <laughs> a huge show mosh pit. No, it's not not Jay Crowder and uh, <laughs> Alfred Morris. Whatever happened to Alfred Payton's hair? Oh my God! So remember how flimsy it used to be. So obviously that's been like a pretty big area of discussion uh, today. No, 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 no! Like the fight in like okay. New York media, and like I, the first thing that came my my mind when I saw that was like, if I'm Jay Crowder and I see Alfred Payton step up to me, I'm immediately being like, Yo, what happened to your hair? <laughs> like, there's no way that I'm letting you know what I mean. Someone well, with that haircut. He pushed him, and. In motion of taking a three, or he was pushed in motion of taking a well, three. Well, first of all, so. Jay, Jay Crowder shouldn't have done that. 
You know what I mean? Oh, Jay Crowder should not have, have have stolen the ball and then taken a step back three with 30 seconds left up by 20. Um, <laughs> it, there, was, there was more time than 30 seconds, one, and I think they were being a little sensitive. I think, that, I think that Jay Crowder shouldn't have done that to begin with, but I think that it was a huge overreaction on the Knicks part. Okay, I like that. I like that take. I think both people were in the wrong. I agree though. I'm not. I would not be scared of Jay, or I would not be scared of Alfred Payton if I'm Jay Crowder. I, oh, but, okay. Yeah, if I'm Jay Crowder. Yeah. Speaking of Jay Crowder, for some reason I just got wait, where'd that go? I just got a tweet about Jay Crowder tweeting. So he must have tweeted something big time. Anyways, yeah, that's for that's for another podcast. Up? I don't. But apparently it was so big that it needed to. Twitter was like, you got to maybe that. Or maybe they're just retargeting me through word or voice now. I don't know. Like Jay Crowder's um, acting up. Also, Jay Crowder only only types in caps. Yeah. And he, this is what five for seventeen looks like. Man, hey Tim, with all due respect, I only play one way, and that's hard till the buzzer sounds. I'm sorry if it disgusts you. I know Knicks are your team, but you should tell them to play harder and less talking. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Anyways, moving on from Jay Crowder, who could be a potential big three player one day. The cities that you were hoping for, but they don't look like they would be even plausible. I mean, besides DC, obviously we know the the financial issues or the, or the the troubles with that one from last year. Honolulu. Honolulu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's fair, but <laughs> I was just not expecting that one. <laughs> I was going to say Seattle, but... Seattle? No, they got to go to Seattle. I don't know. They didn't go there last year. I thought it was because the stadium was still being built. Yes. I don't know if it's Same thing with yet. Boston. They wanted to go to TD Garden, but it was under construction all in summer. Ah, okay. So we definitely would like to see those as well. Um, I mean, and I, I would like actually... to see him in Nashville. I'm going to be honest. Um, Nashville. You know, I'm I'm from the Nashville area, no, Nashville, Tennessee. Cool. They're they have an FC team there now that's debuting here soon. We oh have the Titans. Who, I hear I hear there's a lot of drama. I don't know about that too much. Let me put on my MLS insider cap on for a second. Apparently, uh, the only reason why MLS awarded them a team was because Nashville promised that they'd have their own stadium within the next however many oh. years. Well, and that's true. We are getting a stadium, so you're that not. makes so much sense. Oh, we're not? The mayor just said, not happening. Ooh. The mayor said, psych. Well, it's going to be funny when the mayor's overrided and kicked out of office, too. Ooh, and when Ooh. They're, all the Nashville SC fans are rioting in the streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they're at the gates of the thing, and they're like, Derek! And then Derek Henry just comes running through the crowd and just smashes open the town hall doors. <laughs> Moving on. This is the most distracted we've ever been. <laughs> um, Nashville is where I'd like to see them. So that's just my final thing I wanted to say. But I love where your mind's at. You're, you're are you gonna go? Are you, are, you, are you gonna go if go see Nashville FC? Well, actually, actually, I shouldn't even say that. You're in Atlanta. Yeah, I am. In you Atlanta. could go to Atlanta United whenever you want. That's like the best atmosphere for soccer Which, in America. That, that's what I heard too, and they're also playing Nashville to open the get, open the season. So maybe that's just a, a in Atlanta something I should go to. Or in Nashville, I think in Nashville. 
Okay, we'll you, see. you should go to Atlanta. My point being, there's a lot of excitement in Nashville. You know, the Titans going to the AFC Championship. For them. The town just growing as a whole, evolving, taking that next step. Even the little cities around them are revolutionizing. So that was my point. Anyways, I think it's about time we wrap up here soon. I do want to say that the Indy Express beat the dog shit out of Owensboro. It was 120 to 83. I can only imagine the final score, but pretty <laughs> pretty good debut for Andre Owens. And, I, and Robert you know, Baden. Let's myself. go, guys. Let's go. Aliens fans, you need to be on this. I'm but, such an I'm such an Indie Express fan, and good job to uh, the Real Wick. I was able to catch a little bit of your broadcast. The comment the commentation was fantastic. Superb. Yes, I was not able to catch it, but I know it was superb. I also would think it'd be interesting to catch it just because there could be some guys there that transition to the big three. You never know. It's very so, possible. Very something possible. that we will definitely be watching out for. That being said, we're gonna wrap up this show. Thank you to everyone who's joining. Again, our condolences go out to all the all the families that have been affected by the horrible tragedy. Okay. Uh, we just wish you all the best. Uh, hopefully next week that we will have some other perspectives talking about some of the new, new changes in the league. That's just a hope. I'm not going to promise anything, but that is our goal. Thank you again for everyone who tuned in, and we will see you all on the next one. Take it easy, guys. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube